there's a lot you can do in this town You set it up and turn it around We might have come from somewhere else But this is where we found ourselves Welcome to the local show People you work with, people you know Welcome to another edition of The Local Show here on Grassroots Community Network. I'm Eric Scarvin, your host, with two doggy co-hosts in the house. <laughs> Tonka and Luna are here. And more importantly, I've got two first-time <laughs> guests of the week. They're from the Aspen Thrift Shop. I want to welcome Jessica and Shireen to the show. And is it Soleil? Soleil, yes. Jessica Soleil and yes. Shireen Sarek. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank, Thank you. Thanks for being here. Thank you for inviting us. Well, this is a momentous occasion because the Aspen Thrift Shop, which we'll talk about in the main body of the show, has a huge anniversary going on, which is just like unprecedented in Aspen. <laughs> That's super exciting. But I wanted to start uh, by allowing the viewers to get to know you two. And Shereen, where do you uh, hail from originally? Where were you born and raised? Rockville, Maryland. Rockville, Maryland. Mm -hmm. Okay. Was that a like, fun place to grow up? Or how would you kind of just Is anyone from Rockville that? watching? <laughs> no. You never know. I mean, this is online. We're worldwide now. <laughs> it could be. Keep that in mind. <laughs> it, was very, it was wonderful to come here. Okay. We, we came here when I was uh, in my last year of high school. Oh, okay, okay. So you've yeah. been in Colorado. Did you come to Aspen yes. specifically? Mm -hmm. Wow, so a long time. Yeah. We talked before the show. That was 1983. Maybe it was. Maybe. Right around there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 80s sometimes. In the great 80s. In the great 80s. And that was a special time. I landed here in 82. Yeah. There was still quite a bit of, like, ski bum activity. And, um, you know, we still worked our three, four jobs, but it seemed like we were skiing 120 days. Yes. At least that's what my past showed. <laughs> <laughs> so how were those, like, early years in Aspen for you? I was working three jobs, skiing every day. Still, Just yeah. like you. Yeah, it was perfect. Where did you work in town? I was a grill girl up at the Sun Deck. Okay. And unfortunately, it was the same year Saturday Night Live came out with the cheeseburger, cheeseburger, no Coke, <laughs> oh, Pepsi. So you had to hear that all the time? Everybody thought they were the first person to say that to me in the lunch line. <laughs> You're just like trying not to roll your eyes back uh -huh. again. Like, uh -huh. yeah, first time I've heard that one. Yeah. Pepsi, Pepsi, cheap, cheap, cheap. <laughs> I remember that. John Belushi. And that I, was Billy Goats, actually based on Billy Goats in oh. Chicago. I didn't know what it was from. It's I another just story. had to put up with it. I know those guys. I actually met the guys that it was wow. based on. But anyway, that's a famous place in Chicago where they did the burgers. I, I made it through fun. as a vegan, shout and grill orders. <laughs> oh, since then, huh? And then I came down the mountain, and I was a massage therapist at the Aspen Alps, and the hostess and front of the house manager for Primavera, which wow. was where the W is now. It was in the Aspen Club Lodge. That's right. Upstairs. Primavera, was that like Northern Italian? Yep. Or, okay. Yep. The chefs were German, but their food was Northern Italian. <laughs> this is like one of those only in Aspen. That's know? right. Great Italian cuisine by German chefs. Amazing. <laughs> like, Got to have all that influence. They always like German food. Uh, Jessica, what's your story? Where did you... Uh, where California. You born and raised in California? California, yes. Southern Cal or North Cal? Southern California. Okay. Yes. And what was that like growing up? It's fabulous. Westwood yeah. Village, UCLA. Was It was like back being back east at the the beginnings of the football season and they would come through town we you know we'd have bonfires it's changed radically <laughs> since then but it was an idyllic place to grow up it was were wonderful were you a beach, uh, beach oh, yes. girl oh, or oh i was at the beach or? all the time okay yes. 
It's if a big we, time in the water sports and the beach. Constantly. And, oh, yeah. It was great. And where did you end up going to college after that? UCLA. At UCLA. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what about your Aspen story? How, how I didn't get a, did you, I didn't get it here until 82. Okay. So right around, oh. we're and then around I, the early 80s. Yeah. Okay. And I went directly wow. into volunteering because I had worked. I was working since I was 14. My parents decided I should learn the value of money. Okay. So I, I like started that. working in a bookstore at 14. Okay. And when I came here, I just did, that was a perfect transition. I just went into the volunteering. Was that at the uh, thrift shop or was that somewhere No, else I didn't in start in the thrift shop. I've been there probably 10 years, the okay. thrift shop. But where, the where hospital you, and okay. the, all kinds of things. It was you know, the, um, Family Resource Center and the library. I just on and on. Was that a ski, bu- doing... ski bum move or why did you, what was the No, I only here? skied, I hate to say this in front of an audience. If I, <laughs> I skied <laughs> because I had to. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Not because I when wanted to. I'll never have to do Aztec again. I feel. <laughs> yeah. Been there, done that, never again. <laughs> Conquered Aztec. Exactly. That's it. Well, sort which of. Is that steep, super steep run on Aspen Mountain. Sort of concert. Yeah, I was tumbling down. The Survived hill. it. <laughs> I thought I'd end up in town. I thought that was... <laughs> I'm going to be in the middle of town in two minutes. This is great. That reminds me of the scene from Aspen Extreme uh, where Dexter's <laughs> client takes off skiing down Aspen Street. Yeah, where did Mr. Johnson go? Oh, we last saw him going down Aspen Street heading to the Hotel Jerome. <laughs> and he was just going. Exactly what I felt like. Yeah, yes. yeah. So are you still a skier to this day? Or? No, I stopped skiing so I could volunteer. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> you got you to be like a live, breathing volunteer. <laughs> so I don't have, have to value. ski anymore. I do anything so I don't have to ski. <laughs> <laughs> we have so much to get to, including the epic anniversary of the Aspen Thrift Shop. We're going to take a quick break. In fact, we're going to see your message, oh, which good. is rather attractive. So Excellent. Stay, check this out. <laughs> I do want to thank the Aspen Thrift Shop, Aspen Animal Hospital, Aspen Square, the Aspen Times, Klug Properties, Strong Vegan Athlete. I'll have yeah. to tell you about that one. Uh, Pickett County Landfill and uh, Sundog Athletics and... What was the other one? Clue Properties. We got them all. (laughs) We're going to go to a quick break. We'll be right back. We've got Shireen and Jessica from the Aspen Thrift Shop, guys. They've been around for quite a long time. We've got so much to catch you up on, so don't go away. Aspen Times, telling the stories that matter since 1881 is committed to local prep sports, arts, and entertainment coverage. They also offer the drop-in weekly recreational videos highlighting why we love to live in this community. The Aspen Times at local newsstands, aspentimes.com, Facebook, and Instagram. Aspen Animal Hospital offers state-of-the-art services, including non-pharmaceutical options, acupuncture, exotic pet care, and companion care preventative plans. For more information on veterinary services and their foundation, which helps those in need, call 925-2611 or aspenanimalhospital.com. I'm so passionate about this community. I absolutely love living here and raising my family here. It gives me a lot of pride to share this with my friends and my clients and help them achieve their their dreams of owning an Aspen snowmass and enjoying this incredible lifestyle. Curbside recycling is now included with your trash service in Pitkin County. You can reduce your waste footprint and shrink your trash bill by recycling right. Learn more at landfillrules.com. Celebrating another great winter season, Aspen Square Hotel is the hospitality place. 
featuring fireplace studio suites and larger condominiums with full hotel-style services in the center of downtown Aspen. Aspen Square is proud to support The Locals Show. The Aspen Thrift Shop welcomes local women to volunteer, serve our community, meet interesting local women, and join the fun at Aspen Thrift Shop twice a month. You can apply at aspenthriftshop.org. Welcome to the local show. People you work with, people you know. Here on the local show, thanks for sticking with us here on Grassroots Community Network, Facebook Live, and YouTube. Thank you guys for tuning in all over the world, ladies. We're going worldwide. Wow. This is it. Aspen Thrift Shop, 70 years since 1949. Jessica, that's amazing. We like, are so excited. We're excited to be here, and we're excited to tell everyone about our 70th anniversary. That is so incredible. So, Shireen, 1949, how does this whole thing get going? How did this party get started? Well, actually, <laughs> back when Aspen Valley Hospital wasn't even where it is now, it was in an old Victorian home. Um, when it first started, oh they gosh. didn't have enough funding to keep nurses on oh. site. And so the very first effort at starting the Aspen Thrift Shop was to raise the money to sustain the salaries of some nurses at our own hospital here that at ADH. That is wild. Yeah. So there was already an important mission. Was that when the hospital was up by Hunter Creek Longhouse? Yes. Mm -hmm. Up in that area? Yes. Yeah, where locals know where the Hunter Creek apartments yeah. are up in that yeah. area. Was the original Aspen, was it Aspen Valley Hospital or? We call it that now. Aspen Hospital, we don't know, something like I that. I don't know. So that was a real mission there. Yeah. And then kind of like, Jessica, how would things develop over time, like through the 40s? I mean, well, we, we were, were post-World War II at that time. That was an interesting time in history. Well, it was interesting because when we make money now, I mean, we're so excited about what comes in and we're so excited about what we do at the end of the day. And we have ladies that have been there 30 years Amazing. And they say, you know, we were happy when we made $100. <laughs> so it's gone from, you know, basically just doing something for the good of the, of the town to now being able to do maybe 150 nonprofits. And we do all the way from wow. education to the arts, legal, health, sports, environment. I mean, it's just all across the board. We're just so excited. And we just want to thank everyone while we're here. Thank everyone for their donations and for the shoppers. Let's talk about those donations because it's not just drop off all the stuff you don't want anymore. Please don't. Shereen, <laughs> I, they need to be like items need to be clean. They yeah. need to be in working order. If say if it's a small appliance, which by the way I pulled many coffee makers and toasters out of there. <laughs> right, so could you describe that a little bit on the donation? Sure. We actually have a sign out back at the in the drop off alley that asks people to please not leave us with things that we can't resell, like a helmet or a car seat for a child. We don't know what it's been through, and right. we can't trust it. It's right. not a reliable source of safety. Same with cribs, the compliance, uh, mattresses. We have to pay for TVs to be taken away at the landfill. It's 25 bucks a, a TV. So, so that's a liability at that point. Yeah. It, we mm -hmm. end up, and we fill the dumpster twice a day. So they come and pick up, and we pay for the dumpster diving. Uh, Dump, dumpster dumping. <laughs> Let's not have dumpster divers, and we're not going to pay you. Not, um, not doing that. You don't, no one has to see how long they can hold their breath. <laughs> we, we get a lot of stuff that people just didn't feel like either paying for the removal of or dropping at the landfill themselves, yeah. and it costs us time and money. And you know, we're we're not young chickens. It's backbreaking for us too to lift those things and haul them into the dumpster for others. Right, it's not just a substitute for the landfill. You know, these no. need to be quality items. So that, we say, again, you, can be if, resellable. If it's something you wouldn't give your mother, please don't bring it in. I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So maybe not a pillow that's been used for like 10 years that has like an impression in it. Uh, in fact, no pillow. We don't take that up. That's just, that's just a little bit too don't personal, take right? Yeah, but so again, you wouldn't give it to your mom. <laughs> right. Know. We don't do pillows for health reasons. And right. so there's a list of things. The, the do's and don'ts. We have a little flyer handout for people who want to pull together a nice collection of donations for us. We hope that they'll follow our do's and don'ts. What's the most amazing thing you've heard of? Because I, I, I think I've read about a story about a book that was once donated and ended up to be super Oh, it's our first edition. It was the Are first there, edition. Yeah, was there something like that? Or do you have a story? It's amazing just... what we get. It's called the magic of the thrift shop. <laughs> the story this week was I do the, uh, the event planning and the... Uh, I woke up in the middle of the night realizing that we didn't have centerpieces. And we have over 100 people coming to the luncheon. It's a Christmas luncheon for our volunteers. And it's really special for everyone that works. So all of a sudden, I woke up. And the, the years, two years before, there was an event before. So they left us the centerpieces. So I woke up Saturday morning thinking, I don't have centerpieces. What am I going to do? Oh. And it was Monday. So I, I said, I'll do the glass you know, little containers, little glass containers. Well, I had two. So I thought, I'll go to the thrift shop. I went to the thrift shop. Hadn't even gotten in the door yet, and there was a box of nine of these glass containers. No way. I mean, you ask for something, and it's there. It's, it's truly called the magic of the, the thrift time. shop. Unbelievable. Is there anything like... like um but like it's super valuable that maybe mm. the person didn't know, maybe they did. Sometimes, but people anything, Shereen, that comes to mind, like a just people like, forget that they've stashed money in a jewelry box <laughs> or a, a, a something they're donating, right. but they don't mean to donate all the hidden cash in it. And <laughs> if we can track them, Oops. if we remember who dropped it off, we call them and say, "Would you like that back?" Okay. Um, we can't always find them. We don't know. Uh, who's given us this unintentional gift, but things surprises like that happen. So sometimes you'll just open up a book or a, something or a little gift box, or mm -hmm. and they'll just be cash or right. And sometimes we get some beautiful artwork, and now we're saving the really nice antiques and art and jewelry that comes in by donation, and we sell it uh, once a year at our art sale. Okay. Do we have the date on that? It'll be in July. Yeah. It's the, July, the end of July that. or the first week in August. Okay. And so then we have a fire sale. So the things that oh. hadn't sold there, we go to the fire station the next couple of weeks and have a fire sale at the fire station. Oh, fun. And they give us their base, their, you know, the Bay Area in the front. Okay. And it's amazing. I mean, it's just remarkable the things we get. We make about $33,000 for the art sale, and that's what, four hours? Yeah. We have a four hour. Wow. But it, we collect all during the year. So it's, it's things that wouldn't sell in the shop because they were too expensive, but sell at the art sale. I mean, the, and it's, Yeah, it's, more high-end mm -hmm, art, art, mm -hmm. art and items designer. and things like that. So mm -hmm. that makes sense, have its own separate sale. Mm -hmm. And the fire sale, so that's happening like July, that's, August. That's usually at the end People of August, beginning advertised. of September. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. What's super impressive is uh, not only the uh, 150 Valley nonprofits that are funded, uh, but you've generated almost $10 million in the last 70 years. I mean, ladies, like, congratulations. That's very impressive. I wish we could take the credit. but <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can take some of that credit. It's unbelievable. It is pretty impressive. There's probably been about 200 nonprofits over the years who have benefited. In total. And all the kids who um, qualify for the scholarship. That's right. So That's we're right. getting kids to college from the Roaring Fork Valley. 
That's incredible. Yes. That, I mean, how does that make you feel, Jessica? I mean, that's... I, we go, we have a meeting uh, the first, second Monday of every month, and whoever can come from the shop comes. I mean, any of the volunteers are certainly welcome. And it's, that's where we actually realize what we're doing and where it goes. And that's the most exciting thing. I mean, sometimes you just go away teary because these, some of these nonprofits are just doing such fabulous work in the Valley. And we're so happy to be able to participate in what they're doing. That is so amazing. Well, thank you so much for that. That is just so impressive. It's heartwarming. It really is. Especially no, it is. It's wonderful. during the lovely holidays. Because now it's, like I say, um, I've shared with friends, it's time for thanks and, and giving. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're doing. You're thanking the community for their donations and then giving back to that very same community. So things are like going full circle and well, circulating then, through our yes. community. People in that essence, come in from different is- places, which, of course, they do to come to Aspen. Yeah. They come in and they say, well, what kind of a shop is this? And we say it's not a consignment shop. It's actually a thrift shop. And then we have lists <laughs> of the nonprofits that we give to. And they're just, they throw money into the donation jar. They're so thrilled. Thank wow. you so much for what you're doing for the community. So it's... So people could just donate cash as well. Sure, they come in and and donate cash, but it's just after they hear that everything we don't. There's no one that gets paid. So when they hear what we're doing, I mean, they thank us for doing it. We're just thrilled to be there. It's just it's a lovely group. It's a fun group. We have a great time. That just sounds like yeah. It's just like you just keep generating this goodwill and good vibes, and it's just everyone's feeling good and having fun and. And, and being not, able to, to to be able to help people, I think, just fundamentally is makes us feel good, right? Well, and we're not just helping the nonprofits and the college kids. We're also getting goods into the hands of people who might not have been able to afford them. Right. And we're diverting a whole lot from the landfill. Think right. of what people might have thrown good away. Good points. And yeah. somebody else wants it, so it's you, you leave a day's work exhausted and got to wash your hands a few times but <laughs> you leave knowing you've done something good for the earth good for our community right and good for the individuals who come through whether they're tourists or community members repurposing all those items instead mm-hmm. of just going into the environment mm-hmm. is huge huge so it's a huge part of that so we've talked a lot about the volunteers you're always looking for volunteers and recruiting yes mm-hmm. can we talk a little bit about that Shireen and the mm-hmm. yes. volunteer opportunities yes so we Every shift, um, there's about 150 women volunteering at the Aspen Thrift Shop currently, and we each take two days a month. So Jessica and I are both on the Thursday B team, but Jessica, the overachiever, is also on the Thursday A team. <laughs> and oh, we're A's and you're A and B. And She's so, working a double. She pulls a double. I want to go to heaven. And so that means you already have a ticket. Express lane. <laughs> that means everyone who volunteers uh, works two days a month every other week on okay. their day. And each shift is um, always in flux, and so we're looking for women to fill some of the uh, holes where women have retired or moved away. And okay. we even have a Tuesday evening shift. It's once a month, and that's for the women who can't quite give two full days a month yet, whether because they're still at a day job or they have kids at home and they just have too much running around to do. So maybe one short evening a month is the only shift they can take. But we're looking okay. for people on any shift. It's almost like the first Tuesday of the month happy hour. Yes. You show up from four to seven. That's first right. Tuesday of the it's month. Happy. It's happy. It's happy. <laughs> <laughs> it happens to be three hours, but it probably goes like an hour. It goes so it fast. It feels like it's going so fast. You meet new Make great women, new friends. Meet new friends. Yes. And Interesting it's also, and fun, I think it says. It's also for people to, to work because we close at three. Right. So, so it, people coming down from the mountain 
right. you know, come to the door at three, and we we're so sad to say, I'm sorry, sorry. we're closed. <laughs> but then, you know, they then have a chance to shop once a month at, on a Tuesday. For the shoppers, too. Exactly. It's also there is a happy Saturdays, hour. but those are so busy. We're open Monday to Saturday, 10 to 3, and then one Tuesday night a month. So it is hard to get in there if you're working and skiing. That's amazing, though. And now, why is it all women? That's always, I mean, that's low-hanging fruit in terms of a question. And 150 women, I'd like to be that guy. Yeah, ask, now, why isn't there dudes? What's ask, going on with that? Ask Shireen that one. Shireen, why isn't there guys? It seems well, a little bit discriminatory. The answer is, why not? It's why working. Not? Yeah, if it ain't broke, right? <laughs> For 70 years. If it is broke, don't drop it off. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. If it's broke, if we it don't broke. want it. And our system is working, as is. And uh, we are, we, we've been following the pattern for 70 years. Yeah, yeah. We're not as old as Klaus, but we're running just as happy. <laughs> so don't mess with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It works. It's good camaraderie, it sounds like. Yes. We do get men that come in every once in a while and want to ask that question. And then, and then you just have to go. And we call Shireen. Sorry, buddy. You'd take like a stamp and put denied on their forehead. <laughs> so we talked a little bit about the art sale. What about the um, uh, the grantees? Let's go into that a little bit more because uh, if, say, someone wanted to apply for a grant, how mm -hmm. does that process work, Shireen? So uh, three times a year, three or four, um, the, the grantees have made their submission. And our okay. grants committee, there's one committee of women who sift through those grants and as long as they meet our requirements you know that are pretty basic 501c3 are, and are you local is it okay. within the roaring fork valley okay um how are you serving the valley who do you serve if okay. they meet the basic criteria we don't turn them away okay and so we are able to give to every organization that comes to us, and it's a wonderful feeling. We have enough for everybody. Do they do that through the website, or what's the yes. best way to apply? They can mm -hmm. come in for a paper application, but okay. nowadays, unless you're um, in your 70s, it's uh, <laughs> probably just so much easier to go online and click onto grant application. Okay, so that's three, ti three times a year. There's like... There's three or four times a year they, okay. they do the like um, deciding. But then each month, uh, different... Uh, collection of grantees receive their grant. Okay. So they apply in a cycle quarterly, but then they receive their grant uh, in a monthly allotment. Is there an award? I mean, and there's again so many of these awards, but Jessica, is there an award that comes to mind where the maybe the person was really surprised or really delighted, or he had a uh, an amazing reaction? To the, uh, to the grants to being given? To the actual given? grant award, yeah. No, they're all thrilled. They're all thrilled. Yeah, yeah. everyone's oh thrilled. <laughs> we give usually what they ask, we, and we've taken on some new ones. And it's just, it's wonderful. That's why it's so great to go to the meetings, yeah. because you actually listen to what the what this nonprofit is doing in the Valley. Oh, and yeah, it just makes you feel, you know, there's everybody takes their own little piece of the pie and does what they can do in their own little area. And that's why the Valley's so successful, I think. So it's the, some of the classics, like we would think of the Buddy Program mm -hmm. in our own building here at the Red Brick. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, well, it goes everywhere. It's just probably goes, just a who's who of goes almost all the any way nonprofit. Up and you could it's Aspen Tree, which is now the collaborative, the Farm Collaborative, mm -hmm. on and on, right? So the big ones, small ones, all all different really? sizes, Shereen. Yes. Of so nonprofits. you know the big ones like AVSC and the others you mentioned, okay. and the hockey, junior hockey, but. Then there's also really small projects uh, 
initiated by students in our valley that want to do something important and so uh -huh. we'll grant them money or you know the, our high school now offers a course for becoming um, ski ski instructor back you know wilderness res first responder kids going for um, this amazing program that the Aspen Thrift Shop was able to help fund to launch a new track in our high school. Unbelievable. So Unbel things you might not even So they know might about. not even be 501c3. Right. At some point. That's right. Right. Because like these kids aren't going to form a, nope. a, an official nonprofit. No. Nope. It could just be helping them with costumes for a play they want to put on. That is so neat. Sure. That yeah. is so neat. So you have a committee that, like a grand committee, you also have a board, correct? Right. And you're, you're also on the board? We're both on the board. You're both on the board. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what's the composition of the board? Let me guess, all women. Hilarious women. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious right? women. Hilarious women. That's one of the requirements. You have to be hilarious. I like that. That is good criteria. There's a test. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least we crack ourselves up. You have to come up, up and do a minute of stand-up. <laughs> we have sure. standards. We do have standards. There you go. There you yes. go. So it's, it's fun. It's a, it's but a, we go, I mean, even legal aid. There's a, and then there's education for children. They're doing parental education to help the children. A lot of the Hispanics need help, we, and we give help to them to, to enable them to be able to teach their children, which just follows suit. You know, they go from preschool to kindergarten to first grade, and on they go. And the parents are thrilled because now they're able to help. So it's just it's a wonderful, wonderful way of giving money to, peop, to all these organizations that are working so hard. And so the people cool. are passionate about what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Which so, is, and you feel that when you go to the meetings and they present. I hadn't really thought of in, in in depth, but you learn about all these different nonprofits, all their really yeah, unique right. missions, and that must just give you inspiration just from what people are doing to kind of help help other people, help the environment, et cetera. That just must be inspiring. Absolutely, and we learn about things we might not have known about. So, if I we've just exactly. given a grant to Response, and I didn't know very much about Response before they came and presented, then if I hear about a woman in crisis, I can say, oh, I learned about this nonprofit called Response, and you can call their hotline. So it makes us more educated community members, knowing how to tap people into resources they might need. Or if we, didn't, if we gave a grant and we gave all we could as a thrift shop, and I thought, oh, I love that new organization, I, want, I can personally give more, right? I, can, right, I learned now, how I can give in the community as an individual, not just as a thrift shop board member. Now you have all that awareness. That mm -hmm. is just so cool. Well, let's go through the basics as we kind of wrap up the shop. If people haven't been there, where can they find the Aspen Thrift Shop? Right next to the fire station. <laughs> well, it's, there we it's are. smoking hot. <laughs> Everything about it. Yeah, right next to the fire And then fire hours, do you guys, you have set hours? We're open hours from 10 to 3. 10 to 3. Which is why we started the Tuesday night for people okay. that couldn't get there. And it's yeah, Monday to Saturday. No Sunday hours. Okay, no Sunday. Monday through Saturday, 10 to 3, first Tuesday of the month. Mm -hmm. So you reopen from 4 to 7. That's right. Exactly. Okay, yeah. okay. Ladies, did you have fun on the show today? Always. Thank you. Thanks I, so much for having me. Oh, thank you for being here. Thank you for all you do, really, for the community, um, the shoppers like myself, the nonprofits that you donate the funds to. That's just so, it's winning. It, it's, a, it's like what Klaus talked about. We kicked off our series. Uh, three weeks ago, you want to create win-win situations. Right, exactly. So hopefully this is winning with organic chocolate chunk cookies I Yum. baked for you. Thank and you. And 
some reusable, really cool, groovy cups <laughs> from our partner, Pickett County <laughs> Landfill, with special surprises inside. Thank you. Just a little thank token you. of my appreciation. Well, thank you very much for having us. We appreciate it. Thanks, Jessica. Thanks, Cherie. Thank you. Thanks, Tonka. Luna's under here. <laughs> and thank you guys for watching this week on The Local Show. Aspen Times, telling the stories that matter since 1881, is committed to local prep sports, arts, and entertainment coverage. They also offer the drop-in weekly recreational videos highlighting why we love to live in this community. The Aspen Times at local newsstands, aspentimes.com, Facebook, and Instagram. Strong Vegan Athlete offers wellness consulting, personal training, and online training. Owner and trainer Ed Troy focuses on safety, balance-oriented agility, and mobility for optimum wellness and to be in life. More at strongveganathlete.com. Aspen Animal Hospital offers state-of-the-art services, including non-pharmaceutical options, acupuncture, exotic pet care, and companion care preventative plans. For more information on veterinary services and their foundation, which helps those in need, call 925-2611 or aspenanimalhospital.com. I'm so passionate about this community. I absolutely love living here and raising my family here. It gives me a lot of pride to share this with my friends and my clients and help them achieve their, their dreams of owning an Aspen Snowmass and enjoying this incredible lifestyle. Sundog Athletics, Aspen's Adventure Sports School, is your opportunity to experience one-of-a-kind adventures and gain new skills to experience the thrills of snowshoeing, fat biking, cross-country skiing, alpine touring, canoeing, mountain and road biking, and fitness hiking. Fresh updates at Sundog Athletics on Facebook or sundogathletics.com. Welcome to